Hey, thank you for joining me for the Pub Trivia Group podcast. First, a word from today's sponsor. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group podcast. This is Sam. Now it is Pub Trivia Summer, right? School is out. And here you are all listening to a high school history teacher from Minnesota. Now, I don't know why you would want to do that. So today I actually have a guest host for you. You no longer have to listen to the high school history teacher from Minnesota. Now you can listen to the high school history teacher from Texas. Chris from Texas, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, it's good to have you. Actually, your team, right? Your team plays the live game. That is how we met. You are two-time champions. You're actually the defending champions right now. Your team, definitely not ChatGPT. You won the June 23rd live event. Yeah, so we definitely don't use any AI. It's all us. Um, (laughs) It's been really fun. I mean, I can tell you that winning is always the highlight of our of our group chats and it's just like when we win we we have fun it's the joy of our of our month so when your team plays right you're not all in the same location right we play over we play over zoom together so we zoom in and it can be kind of difficult because we'll have a few different people with a few different answers and the fun thing is we always tell people go in order start with question one never do so it is chaos (laughs) trying to get all those answers in and you know in time and everything coming from all these different sources has been a lot of fun but no we've never we've never all been together and played we have people from kansas city and houston and dallas and everything well that's awesome that's awesome i hope they're listening shout out shout out to kansas city houston and dallas to the people across those cities I always just say, definitely not chat GPT from Texas, but I got to include, is it Kansas City, Missouri or Kansas City, Kansas? You know, that's a really good question. (laughs) When he listens, I'll let him, I'll send something in. All right. Well, I'm a big fan of Kansas City. It's a good, it's just a six hour drive from me and they have good barbecue. So. They sure do. Not as good as ours, but yes. All right, man. Well, what are the three rounds you have for us today? Today, we're going to do Common Initials, uh, Movie Link, and Group of Ten. All right, man. Uh, Here we go. We'll go ahead and start with Common Initials. So for this round, um, all ten of the short answer questions are going to share the initials WS. So WS will be common in all of the answers. So number one, voiced by Elizabeth Banks in the Lego movie, Lucy is better known by what nickname? Number two. He was a seven-time all-star first baseman and left fielder who played his whole 21-year career with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Number three. This slow-moving, filter-feeding fish is known for being the largest known living fish in the world. Number four. This contest began in 1903 and runs to this day. The winner of this contest will walk away with a hunk of metal known as the Commissioner's Trophy. Number five. Daughter of American royalty, 
She's known for her role in I Am Legend, as well as whipping her hair back and forth while being an emo girl. Number six, I hope I say this right. Aldea de Aguas Park Resort in Brazil boasts the world's tallest this, named Kilimanjaro. It takes 234 steps to reach the top and one in 20 visitors back out before they get there. Number seven, the death of childless Charles II ignited this conflict that lasted from 1701 to 1715 and ended with the treaties of Rastatt and Baden. Number eight, notable supporters of this current movement include Adam Conover, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Jay Leno, and John Oliver. Number nine, this method is used for closing scalp wounds, C-section incisions, and closing up after surgery. You may know it as a quick running suture unless you've seen it mentioned in many medical dramas. And lastly, number 10, among the top five selling board games of 2022, this board game is a competitive, medium weight, hard driven engine building board game from Elizabeth Hargrave and Stonemaier Games. Okay, so we'll go through one more time and then um, you can answer as we go through them if you, if you know them. Number one. Do my best. Voiced by Elizabeth Banks in the Lego movie, Lucy is better known by what nickname? Wild Style. Perfect. Absolutely. Okay. Number two. He was a seven-time all-star first baseman and left fielder who played his whole 21-year career with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm sorry, but I do not know this one. Okay. This one will be Willie Stargell. Willie Stargell. Number three, this slow-moving filter-feeding fish is known for being the largest known living fish in the world. Yeah, I also don't know this one. It's like two very common fish. Uh, uh, I put a science one in there because I know you love science. Yeah, right. <laughs> the answer is whale shark. Whale shark. Okay. I think I've heard of a whale shark. Yes. I had to look that one up. So, um, Number four. This contest began in 1903 and runs to this day. The winner of this contest will walk away with a hunk of metal known as the Commissioner's Trophy. Well, that has to be the World Series. Absolutely, World Series. Number five, daughter of American royalty. She's known for her role in I Am Legend, as well as whipping her hair while being an emo girl. All right, that's Willow Smith. Yes, absolutely. Willow Smith. Uh, daughter of American royalty. I was going for a Fresh Prince there. With- oh, okay. I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah, a, little, a little hint. Okay. Number six, Aldea de Aguas Park Resort in Brazil boasts the world's tallest this, named Kilimanjaro. It takes 234 steps to reach the top and one in 20 visitors back out before they get there. That would be one of my favorite things, a water slide. Yes, great job, water slide. I kind of really want to try that, but it does sound terrifying. 
Number seven, the death of childless Charles II ignited this conflict that lasted from 1701 to 1715 and ended with the treaties of Rastatt and Baden. Oh, this is one that I feel like I obviously should know. I mean, people just assume that history teachers are all history nerds. I always tell people it's my job, not necessarily my hobby. I kept just thinking like, the only one I could think of was like the War of Spanish Succession, but I don't know if that works. It is. It's the War of Spanish Succession. Okay. Yeah, so I, I played this round through with my friends first to try to make sure it all worked. And that was the only one that nobody could get um, right. So, great job. Sweet. <laughs> Number eight. Uh, notable supporters of this current movement include Adam Conover, Lynn manuel Miranda, Jay Leno, and John Oliver. Um, a current movement. Anyone that knows me is probably laughing because I'm not very clued in on current movements. No, what is it? The writer's strike. Ah, writer's strike. Okay. Writer's nice. Strike, yeah. Good one. Thanks. Number nine. The meth- This method is used for closing scalp wounds, C-section incisions, and closing up after surgery. You may know it as a quick-running suture unless you've seen it mentioned in many medical dramas. No, man. <laughs> I, I don't know this one. A whip stitch. Whip stitch. Whip stitch. Okay. And then are you a big board gamer? A little bit. Okay. Less so now that I have the kids. Yes, they, they throw a wrench in the board game. Okay. Number 10, among the top five selling board games of 2022, this board game is a competitive, medium weight, hard driven, engine building board game from designer Elizabeth Hargrave and Stone Mayer Games. No, I don't know this one. This one is Wingspan. Wingspan, okay. It's a very fun um, board game. You should definitely check it out. I, I'll have to. Yeah, we were we were big on Catan. I know that in the board game world, Catan's kind of like saying that your favorite band is the Backstreet Boys or something like that. Like just everyone knows Catan and everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine, but there's more out there than just Catan. But I love Catan. But it's, it's a really good entryway into the board game world. So yeah, Wingspan is definitely not a super difficult one. It's definitely a fun one too. And you can find it everywhere. Target is always selling it in all these different places. Sure. Perfect. You ready to go to the next round? Yeah, man. Yeah. So that was round number one, common initials. Coming up, we got round number two, movie links. Yeah. So for this round, I'm going to give you five movies. I'm going to give you the year, the plot point, and one interesting tidbit about five different movies. Now, all five of these movies are connected by one actor or actress. So for five points, give me each movie. And for a six, tell me the actor or actress that appears in all five films. Number one, and I'll run through these twice because they're a little longer. So number one, 1987, a former police officer married to an ex-convict learn that they can't have children so they scheme to steal one from a local wealthy businessman who just had quintuplets. The mayor of Scottsdale is on record saying it has no redeeming social value and does not project the image his constituents want to project. Number two, 1998. 
In a case of mistaken identity, slacker stoner Jeffrey finds himself embroiled in the organized crime scene after his apartment is disrespected. He enlists the help of his friends to seek restitution for the damages. Pin Chasers named this movie the best movie for the website's subject of choice. Number three, 2000. Borrowing from the Odyssey, this movie centers on three escaped convicts on a quest for hidden treasure. The soundtrack for this film has spawned a documentary film, two spin-offs, two concert tours, and won five Grammys, Album of the Year, and Song of the Year. Number four, 2001. This movie follows the top performing employees at their company and the ramifications that result from their accidental child abduction and a changing technological world. The movie stays relevant to this day as a recent TikTok video went viral explaining what the code 2319 from the movie stood for. And lastly, number five, 2016. This sequel follows a survivalist as he traps a young woman in his basement, claiming his shelter is the safest place for her during apparently apocalyptic times. This movie shares little in common with the first or third movie in the series, outside of the universe they all inhabit, the third movie being a straight-to-Netflix space movie that received low reviews. All right, I'll go ahead and go through them one more time. As So number one, this one came out in 1987. A former police officer, married to an ex-convict, learned they can't have children, so they schemed to steal one from a local wealthy businessman who had just had quintuplets. The mayor of Scottsdale is on record saying it has no redeeming social value and does not project the image his constituents want to project. Number two came out in 1998. In a case of mistaken identity, slacker stoner Jeffrey finds himself embroiled in the organized crime scene after his apartment is disrespected. He enlists the help of his friends to seek restitution for the damages. Pin Chasers named this movie the best movie for the, the website's subject of choice. Number three, 2000. Borrowing from the Odyssey, this movie centers on three escaped convicts on a quest for hidden treasure. The soundtrack for this film has spawned a documentary film, two spinoffs, two concert tours, and won five Grammys, Album of the Year, and Song of the Year. Number four, 2001. This movie follows the top performing employees at their company and the ramifications that result from their accidental child abduction and a changing technological world. This movie stays relevant to this day as a recent TikTok video went viral explaining what the code 2319 from the movie stood for. Lastly, number five, came out in 2016. This sequel follows a survivalist as he traps a young woman in his basement, claiming his shelter is the safest place for her during apparently apocalyptic times. This movie shares little in common with the first or third movie in the series outside of the universe they all inhabit. The third movie being a straight-to-Netflix space movie that received low reviews. 
All right, I suppose it's now my turn to see if I know these. Film number one, 1987. Sam, do you have the answer to that one? I don't know this one. This one is actually the Coen Brothers' second movie they made, um, Raising Arizona. Okay. Raising Arizona. Uh, number two came out in 1998. Yeah, I think this one is The Big Lebowski. Yes. And writing a plot summary for The Big Lebowski was, if that didn't give it away, like very, very quickly, was right. very difficult. Uh, it took <laughs> a while to write that one. But yes, Big Lebowski. Uh, number three, the uh, movie from 2000. I believe this one is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yep, absolutely. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Another Coen Brothers movie. Uh, number four, 2001. Um, was this Office Space? No. No. This one is Monsters, Inc. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that's Monsters, Inc. For the record, the code 2319, uh, the 23rd letter of the alphabet. If you remember in the movie that one of the characters gets a white sock on him from the human world, so they call it code 2319 and uh, they, you know, they quarantine him and it's, it's a big deal. Um, so the TikTok said that uh, 23 stood for the 23rd letter of the alphabet, uh, W, and the 19 stood for the 19th letter of the alphabet, S, and WS is White Sock, which I guess I could have used for the first round. I didn't even think about that. But there we go. Uh, and then 2016, um, that last movie. Oh, I, I don't know this one. This one is going to be 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Um, oh, the sequel or the yeah, the sequel to Cloverfield. And then, can you tell me who the common actor actress is in all five of these movies? What would be John Goodman? Yes, John Goodman. Well done. Um, so for this last round, it'll be a group of ten. For a group of ten, I have ten short answer items below. While these are independent short answer items, which can be answered on their own. Each item partially shares its name with a member of a group of 10. For today's group of 10, I have the 10 longest running musicals in Broadway history. So the correct answers for my 10 items will each partially share their name with one of these musicals. Again, the short answer item can be answered without any knowledge of the musicals, but if you know the names of these musicals, maybe they'll come a little easier. So question number one. Liam Neeson was so eager to play a role in Star Wars that he signed on to play in what Star Wars film without even reading the script? Number two. If I sent you to the grocery store with the following list, what am I going to make? I'll be Frank's. Poppy seed buns. Mustard. Relish. Chopped onion, tomato wedges, dill pickle, peppers, and celery salt. Number three, played by Burt Lahr in a 1939 movie, this character's costume was made with 100 pounds of real animal pelts. His facial prosthetics were made with even fancier brown paper bags. Number four, these are lyrics. So go ahead and I'm going to read the lyrics and you're going to name the song. 
Money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. There ain't nothing in the world for free. Number five, the longest zip line in North America and the second longest in the world can be found in this New York mountain range. Number six, Jimmy Page, Sting, and Billy Joe Armstrong owe some of their success to Lester William Polfus, who's better known as who? The five, uh, number seven, the five muses in Disney's Hercules, known for belting gospel truth and zero to hero, are an example of what ancient Greek theater device, where 12 to 50 players would dance, sing, and speak their lines in unison. Number eight, this catchphrase originally debuted in 1996 and has become synonymous with the main character of its video game franchise. Strange, then, was that it only showed up twice in this character's most recent movie release. I'm looking for the catchphrase there. Number nine. This YouTuber's most recent videos include Ages 1 to 100 fight for $500,000. I paid a real assassin to try to kill me. And last to take off their hands off the jet, keeps it. He also had 444 million views over his viral recreation of Squid Games. And lastly, number 10. In 2010, Jimmy McMillan made national headlines after the New York governor's debate when he exclaimed the what was too damn high. All right, that was a round of 10, or a group of 10. Um, we'll go ahead and do that round one more time and get your answer, Sam. All right. Perfect. So I will go through these, um, and you can answer at the end. Number one, Liam Neeson was so eager to play a role in Star Wars that he signed on to play in what Star Wars film without even reading the script? That would be The Phantom Menace connecting to Phantom of the Opera. It just recently closed, but it was going on 13,981 shows, which would put it definitely at very high on number one at, um, at the top of the list. Um, number two, if I sent you to a grocery store with the following list, what am I going to make? All beef franks, poppy seed buns, mustard, relish, chopped onion, tomato wedges, dill pickle, sport peppers, and celery salt. That would be a Chicago dog connecting with Chicago. 10,409 shows um, for number two on the list. Hey, um, number three, played by Burt Lair in a 1939 movie, this character's costume was made with 100 pounds of real animal pelts. His facial prosthetics were made with even fancier brown paper bags. I believe this is the Cowardly Lion connecting with the Lion King. Yes, uh, and that was at 10,025 shows. Um, number four, this is the first one that I saw on Broadway, so I can I can say this one was good. Um, lyrics, money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay, I got mouths to feed. 
There ain't nothing in the world for free. Yeah, I'm going to kick myself for this, but I, I don't know it. Okay, this is a song from Cage the Elephant. Um, ain't no rest for the wicked. Uh, okay. And that would tie into Wicked, the music, which is number four on the list at 7,565 shows. Yeah, we, we saw that one in London about 10 years ago. Oh, really? Did you see it at West End? Yeah. Ah, that's really cool. Number five. The longest zip line in North America and the second longest in the world can be found in this New York mountain range. That's got to be the Catskills with cats. Yes, uh, the Catskills um, at 7,485 shows. Number six, Jimmy Page, Sting, and Billy Joe Armstrong owe some of their success to Lester William Pulfus, who's better known as who? Milwaukee native Les Paul. Milwaukee native, I meant to do that, yes. Um, what does that tie into? It is. Les Mis, yes. Les Miserables at 6,680, number six on the list. Um, number seven, the five muses in Disney's Hercules, known for belting gospel truth and zero to hero, are an example of what ancient Greek theater device, where 12 to 50 players would dance, sing, and speak their lines in unison. I have a guess. I don't think it's right. Is it cabaret? No, it's um, it's a good guess, but it was chorus. Okay. Which ties into a chorus line. Is that the name of the musical? Yes. Oh, okay. the name of a chorus line. Um, 6,137 shows. Number seven on the list. Never even heard of that one. Number eight. This catchphrase originally debuted in 1996 and has become synonymous with the main character of its video game franchise. Strange, then, was that it only showed up twice in this character's most recent movie release. Would that be Mamma Mia? Yes, Mamma Mia, as Mario likes to say. And that was number eight on the list at 5,758. Number nine, um, this YouTuber's most recent videos include ages 1 to 100 fight for 500,000. I paid a real assassin to try to kill me and last to take the hands off the jet keeps it. He also had 444 million views over his viral recreation of Squid Games. Uh, I don't really know YouTubers. He's the most popular YouTuber now. Uh, Mr. Beast is his name. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes, tying in with Beauty and the Beast at 5,461 views. Number 10. Um, In 2010, Jimmy McMillan made national headlines after the New York governor's debate where he exclaimed that what was too damn high. This has to be rent. Yes. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Chris did an awesome job there. His first time ever hosting on the Pub Trivia Group. I hope it's not his last time hosting on the Pub Trivia Group. That was awesome, Chris. Thank you for coming by. Some of you could probably tell my microphone wasn't totally working that well. So I actually have to cut off Chris a little bit early. He and I kind of talked a little bit and he said a few other little tidbits that were pretty interesting and kind of cool. So we'll have to have Chris back on to share those tidbits later. In the meantime, everyone, just thank you for listening. And thank you, Chris, because I assume Chris is listening back. Thank you, Chris. 
If you want to challenge Chris and his team, they are the defending champions. They call themselves definitely not ChatGPT, and they hail from Texas as well as Kansas City. If you want to challenge them, it's Friday, July 28th, 8 p.m. Central. I broadcast on YouTube. You send in the answers on Facebook Messenger. It's a good time. Reach out to us either on social media or through email to get added to that event. Until then, though, peace out. Pod on you nerds. I will be back with my regular episode on Thursday.